I recently heard a quote in the movie and it was something like it's easy to be noble when you have nothing on the line and I really really liked it and I think it's very relevant to what is happening in our country these days needless to say we have a lot going on in our country these days we have all these political debates left and right black and white and I think as a nation we became very masterful at making ourselves looking noble and uh, everybody knows what is the right thing to say what are the right hashtags and right uh, profile picture filters but if you know any of those uh, people personally it's pretty easy to tell that almost none of them actually lives their lives with all these high moral values and I really really dislike it and I always call them out on that and I think I figured out I have an idea how we can sort of fix it but before I go into detail I just want to say that just try to listen uh, the, uh, you know listen to me all the way to the end of this video before you start you know hating on uh, what I have to say and on top of that I want to say that I consider myself to be highly patriotic and I risk my life for this country many many times and I'm doing this with my best intentions although I do understand that there could be consequences and I could be discredited or even prosecuted because of this because of the content of this video but I'm doing it because I want the best future for my children uh, in the United States so to get started uh, many years ago I uh, needed a paper to be signed by a doctor and so I called the VA hospital to make an appointment and the lady on the phone told me that the closest available appointment was in three months and the matter was a bit urgent so I asked her to please squeeze me in sometime sooner so she told me that I could show up uh, next day at 1.30 and when I showed up the next day it was a very big ward and it was full of doctors and nurses and various clerks and it looked like I was the only patient there so I figured it would be very quick so I checked in at the front desk and they told me to have a seat and it was about 30 minutes before a medical assistant came and took me to the office and took my vital signs then in about another 30 minutes um, a nurse came and asked me if I was in any pain then about 30 minutes later resident came to perform examination and in another 30 minutes doctor finally showed up and since I needed the form to be printed out they sent me to some correspondence office and there was no line in correspondence office either so I was basically standing in front of the front desk and behind the front desk there were two ladies uh, having a conversation and uh, one of them basically was asking the other one if she was planning to transfer anywhere and the other lady told her I'm not transferring anywhere I'm not doing anything here and mind you this conversation was taking place maybe 10 feet away from me and as I was waiting at least 15 minutes for one of those ladies to print a piece of paper for me and that was the point when I started paying attention to government jobs and the more I started paying attention to government jobs the more I realized that government jobs are basically a hookups and I think we have reached the point where government sector has become more attractive than the private sector so I work as a physical therapist at the private hospital 
And over years, we have lost many therapists that left our department and went to work for DOE, Department of Education. You might have heard that Department of Education is not very well funded. Well, guess what? Not only they ended up with a teacher schedule, which is basically all the holidays off, summers off, spring breaks off, winter breaks off, and the rest of it, but they actually ended up making more money at DOE than they would if they stayed at the hospital. And these are not crooks. These are, these are friends of mine, but, uh, and I think uh, most of us would do the same thing if we had the, the opportunity, if we knew somebody there that could pull us in, and uh, if, uh, you know, during this COVID pandemic, if we had a chance not to go back to work, we would always, uh, we would also be, you know, making all these posts, uh, pray for teachers, uh, empty classroom, classrooms, and uh, how it's not safe to go back to work. Because if we could, who wouldn't do that? But the problem is that is that I think uh, since the government sector jobs are becoming, uh, so attractive, uh, we are reaching the point where government sector is just going to keep growing. And as it keeps growing, it's going to become more and more powerful. And I think we see some of it with situation with Boeing. So uh, some of you might know that Boeing had a very unfortunate uh, two uh, plane, uh, crashes of their planes. I think one was in 2018 and uh, one was in 2019. And uh, ever since they've been trying to recertify that model of a plane with FAA. And as far as I know, at least uh, more than a year and a half later, that plane is still not up in the air. And it makes you wonder, you know, first of all, Boeing is one of the key players in that industry and it's been around uh, for very long time and it, it makes you wonder if they just forgot how to make planes all of a sudden or maybe there is more going on and maybe FAA is just letting everybody know who's really in charge and that's highly problematic because once this government genie is out of the lamp so to speak it's going to be very hard for us to control it and I'm speaking of this as, as somebody who was born in Ukraine back when it was part of Soviet Union and now that it's almost what three decades later Ukrainian government is still trying to figure out how to fight the corruption of the Ukrainian government and it's very difficult to do because the government basically has to fix itself and uh, so just imagine being a surgeon and trying to perform a surgery on yourself and no matter how good you are of a heart surgeon it's probably going to be very difficult for you to make, uh, you know, an open heart surgery, to do an open heart surgery on yourself. And uh, at this point, some of you might be asking if there is uh, any evidence to what I am saying. And uh, I can with confidence tell you that there is probably no evidence whatsoever uh, regarding anything I have said here so far. And the reason for that is because at this point, we just became too good at uh, making sure everything looks uh, presentable to the public. We have departments that are specifically assigned to, you know, for, the, for that purpose. And uh, that's why instead of uh, talking about evidence, I'm just going to share another, another one of my personal experiences. So, as I mentioned earlier, I, I'm a physical therapist at the private hospital, and although 
I work at a fairly large department. We do not have a physiatrist on staff because it would not be cost effective for us to have a full-time physiatrist at the department. And that's why instead we have, you know, if we need uh, uh, any services of, of, of a physiatrist, we can consult physiatrists affil affiliated with us uh, if it's needed. Well, when I was a physical therapy student, one of my internships was at the VA hospital. And although the department is slightly smaller than my current department, they actually had three full-time physiatrists on staff. And I remember even back then, I was always wondering what is it that they do because I never seen them treating any patients. But I'm sure if you look on paper, their positions are very well justified. And that's why I believe that looking at the big picture a lot of times doesn't really tell you anything. And I, that's why I also believe that fixing these things just by looking at, you know, adjusting all these big numbers doesn't really help. Because for example, if somebody watched this video and he's like, oh, look at that whistleblower, let's trim some fat at the VA and they decided to cut, you know, funding on the VA by, let's say 10%. All that would really happen would be that the veterans would probably just lose some of their benefits, but uh, no physiatrists would lose their jobs. And that's why I think that we need to create some sort of agency that is not directly controlled by the government, but is overlooking what is happening in the government sector and has an actual authority to step in when something is wrong. And I think the primary responsibility of this agency should be to investigate what are all these little departments are actually doing and how their work compares to the private sector. So for example, we could look into DOE by just taking an average student in, let's say, New York public high school and see what level of knowledge that student has and how much money on average we spend on that student per year. And then we can take an average student in China or India and see what level of knowledge those kids have and how much money they spend on average per year on those students. And if we were to ever make that comparison, I think most of us would be highly disappointed with how our tax money is actually being spent. And I think to make an analogy, we are at the point where our government is trying to sell us an old flip phone while charging us not for a price of an iPhone, but for a price of a brand new Tesla. I think in this, in this country, in the United States, we are very conditioned to complain about corporations, how corporations are robbing us, how they are taking over. But we have to take into account that most of those corporations are publicly traded companies. So if you felt that Google or Amazon or Microsoft have some sort of unfair advantage in the market, we could all just buy shares of those companies and make all those very intelligent people working for those companies work for us, work to make us richer. I think that's capitalism at, at its best. And plus on top of that, if some of those corporations were trying to sell us an old flip phone for a price of a brand new Tesla, we could always just say no and that would be the end of that discussion. 
But when it comes to services provided by the government, we don't get to say no because they are not negotiable. And I think we're getting to the point where a lot of people realizing if you can't beat them, join them. And that's why more and more people will try to switch over and get a job in the government sector. And that's why I said in the beginning, the government sector will become bigger and stronger over time. And I think the system is already very concrete as it is. I think the presidency of Donald Trump really illustrated it. And this is regardless of whether or not you agree with some of his policies. That's irrelevant for this discussion. My point here is that he was elected by us as our president to implement whatever he promised during the election campaign. And I think now that his term is almost, almost over, we all got to see how much of that actually happened and how complicated the the whole procedure was and um, I think most of us don't even really understand why it is so complicated and what it takes for a president you know to make a decision to build a wall or something and uh, I think that really illustrated how much we as voters really have uh, control uh, of the future of this con uh, country and I think another good illustration of this was uh, the government shutdown a couple of years ago. I think our media was trying to present uh, that shutdown to us in a very dramatic way, how all these people didn't get paid and they didn't have money to buy food for their children. But I think we all know that although with slight delay, they all got paid. And they got paid for not having to go to work for almost a month. And it would be none of my business if I also had a tax break during that period of time. But that's not really what happened. And I think what that government shutdown really was, was our government just basically telling us that, look, we can do whatever we want. And there is nothing you can do about it. And that's why I believe that it's time for reform. And... Uh, what I'm gonna, what I'm, what I'm about to talk about here is a tax reform, and it's gonna be a bit controversial, and that's why in the in the beginning of this video, I ask you to watch this video all the way to the end before you, you know, express your opinion on the topic. And I'm I'm gonna begin by saying that I am not a proponent of a progressive taxation. So I believe if I'm making hundred thousand dollars, and somebody's making a million dollars and let's say that the tax um, percentage of uh, tax percentage that we have established is 25% and I'm paying $25,000 in taxes a year and the person making a million dollars making uh, paying $250,000 per year that's already pro progressive taxation for me and I think making it when if I'm making $100,000 I pay only $10,000 in taxes and the person uh, who's making a million dollars is make is paying five hundred thousand dollars in taxes that's a robbery and I am saying this while I'm actually benefiting from the current progressive taxation system because I don't make that much money but I'm saying it because I believe that it's wrong and I think we all have to agree on some minimum percentage of our income that we should pay in taxes regarding of 
how much money we make a year and that money should go into all these services that are the primary responsibility of our governments so like military police the roads the roads always come up in these discussions for some reason but then on top of that minimum percentage that we all agree on we as citizen citizens have should have choice to volunteer an additional money of our income to go in very specific areas so for example let's say we agree that everybody's paying 10% of their in, uh, annual income in taxes and then on top of that at the end of the year I should have a choice so let's say I believe that all our kids should have college for free then I could volunteer an additional 1% of my income to be paid in taxes and to go in that specific area or let's say I'm very concerned about global warming then I can just volunteer like let's say another 2% of my income to, uh, to be paid in taxes and to go into that specific area and I think these these percentages should be made as a public uh, record so not the actual amount that I'm making for example but the percentages of how my my taxes are being distributed so that way if you see that somebody on Twitter is going crazy about how everybody should have access to free medical care we can just go to some database and see how much that person decided to donate or volunteer how, what percentage of their income they volunteered to be paid in taxes to that particular cause and I think that would solve a lot of problems with all this fakeness in our society plus on top of that if this system were to evolve this could become what democracy is all about so we could just skip all this circus with the elections and people with the little flags and candidates talking about all this these the same topics abortion gun control every time is the same thing and instead we could just tell our government hey look this is the amount of money that we are willing to pay and this is how we want this to be distributed each of us individually can have a say specifically how that where that money should go and we don't really care anymore about all the lobbying and the corruption that that might be uh, happening in our government and I know that this might sound a little radical and this is not what our founding fathers uh, developed uh, many many years ago but I think we also have to take into account that those things were written where people didn't have toilet paper and we cannot assume that they just knew better and I think uh, if we were to preserve this miracle we call United States and I do believe that this is a, this is a miracle here this country is a miracle because I've seen a lot of places that are nothing like this and uh, if we were to preserve this I think our what we consider to be a democracy also needs to evolve and I think at the end of the day we need to let our government know that they are working for us and not the other way around